Welcome to Real Black Country and the Swan Podcast. This is your brother, Big Vita, checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're just going to shoot the bobo. Right? We just want to just... Um, you know, beloved, I just want to sit with the family. Tell you guys, thank you for all your support. Right? Supporting the channel. Supporting the podcast. You know, um, beloved, your brother VJ, he definitely appreciate that, right? I definitely, definitely appreciate that. And this, um, this year is coming to a closing. And um, I may hold off on putting some content on the YouTube channel to like, uh, maybe Lord willing next year. Right, because right now, um, you know, we got another strike. <laughs> you know, beloved, we got another strike for hate teaching. This is hate teaching. <laughs> you know, uh, man, you know, it's interesting how that works with the hate speech and hate talk, and there's certain words that you are not allowed to use unless you are being derogatory to black Americans or to the black world in general you know what I'm saying so it's a bunch of words you could throw around as long as you're talking about black folks and that's interesting because you know beloved when you have a podcast nobody can see what your ethnicity is so if you just start throwing around the n-word we say nigga every five minutes they don't know that we we black folks, we don't know that we got the quote-unquote pass to say nigga. They don't know we black. They can't tell this is a podcast. But I got flagged, beloved, for throwing the K-word. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what we call the small hats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the, uh, the culture has is moving so fast. They haven't picked up on the, the, uh, the term small hat just yet. But they got the other... They got the K word. It's going to get flagged. The F word, right? Uh, it's going to get flagged. But as long as you say nigga, it ain't no flagging going on, right? So you got to respect it when somebody is in power and it's their house. You got to respect the rules in their house because it's their house they own it. And until we go back to getting our website, you know, we have to uh, go along to play along, right? Um, oftentimes, if you hear me speak on this podcast, beloved, you know, we kind of joke and say, well, normally when the channel reaches this or that, it gets shut down. And normally when it ch- we just we used to saying it because it's actually it's true. Then we make a joke. We talk about our channel, Real Black Content is One Podcast. And this is primarily directed towards the youtube channel so um you know we make that joke when we get so many subscribers normally the channel gets took down and then it comes back up and we say this is the same that goes on for brother ben x right you know little nephew same thing with nephew his channel was always getting taken down for some reason and you just had to think about the content that i make and he makes and there's so many other channels as long as you coon in and buffooning or you have something to say in a negative light all the time about the black woman you're fine 
But when you start saying, well, these folks is devils and this and that, and then it gets different. It gets tricky. <laughs> when you start saying, separate yourself from other folks because, you know, beloved, when you come out of the village, your nature is just different than theirs. Your nature is different. You, you're born with the nature of freedom, justice, equality, love, and peace. You're just born with it. You can't get around it. You're born with it. Other ethnicities, they're not born with that. Right? Um, you know, you have to cook your food thoroughly. You got to cook your steak all the way through. Some folks can just brown it on both sides and slap some. And I've seen it, beloved. I've seen them just that goddamn blood coming all out that steak. Don't matter. They can cut that shit up and eat it. But you can't do that. I've seen them folks. And we talking about because we interact with these folks in the workforce. And you, you know, you got the community refrigerators in the break room and you see them folks pull that hot dog right out the packet. They bust that pack open and put it right on the bun. They don't put no hot water on it. They don't boil it. They don't they pop that. You can goddamn it, they pop that pack open with that hot dog, slap it right on the bun, put ketchup and mustard on it, and just go right down the hatch. And that shit, beloved, that would tear our stomach up if we did that. But we're different. We're not the same. Our nature is different. Our bodies is different. Um, you know, um, we can frequent Miami. You know, it's no big deal. We can go to any of the Myrtle beaches and hang out. And we don't need a bunch of sunscreen and all this lotion. And nah, man, we don't need none of that shit. We, we good. We just go out there and kick it. But your nature is different. Your body is different inside and out. We don't need no, no, we don't have to just get no choreographer and work on these dance steps and just put the music on and we will instantly connect with the rhythm. That's it. We don't have to just do no practices over and over again. My, my wife don't have to do a bunch of practices over and over again. We just go to the cabaret. The family is there. Aunties is there. They cut the music on, and when they start playing the Cupid Shuffle and all, she can just jump right on and just watch just a little bit and catch with the rhythm and boom, because that's us. We're just a different people, beloved. It's not the same. People that can stay in the sun all day is, is going to be different than people that can't stay out in the sun all day. Your nature is going to be different. You come down to any inner city in the spring and summertime, and Rico Nim and Jojo Nim and Maurice Nim, they out there playing ball all day long. You know, you put the goal in the middle of the street and we can hoop all day long in that sun, in that heat. And it's no problem. And when you go to the suburbs, it's not so. They can't stay out in the middle of the street all day and play ball all day long. They can't do it. It's too much sun. Their nature is different. So because you have a sun nature... There's folks that have a winter nature. You're warm. You're hot. They're cool. They're cold. And beloved, you have to be very careful hanging around people like that. So we encourage you to just do some trading with them. We have to work, so we're in the workforce with them. But that leisure time, you got to have you some separation. Don't take on their ways. It's not going to work for you. Their ways is not your ways. When you have this kind of message, your channel will shut down. 
But if you throw 30,000 twerk challenges and your channel going to be fine. When you point up, well, you know, when you put a bunch of niggas on these crates, they walking up and down these crates and falling off and breaking their ankles and breaking their arm and their neck and shit like that. They don't care nothing about it. you can put crate challenges all over the place. Your channel's going to be fine. You can, they got guys lighting gasoline on them and they doing all kind of weird shit on this internet. It, they're fine. But when you say, hey man, don't impregnate that woman without marrying her. It's going to be a problem. When you start pushing marriage between the black man and the black woman, it's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? When you just don't have the vocabulary of self-hate, it's going to be a problem. But, you know, we got a comment that reached out to us and they said, V, stop saying your channel going to be taken down because many of us, we like to go back. And look at the old podcast and the old content that you made. And if you let everything get took down, then what's the play? So I just encourage you. Hey, man, download whatever you like. Share whatever you like. <laughs> I got a sister, though. She she said she downloaded the content and she put it on her channel. And she said, man, I get flagged all the time when I put this. I always hate speech when I put it on my channel. <laughs> Yeah, beloved, so we say all that just to say this. We appreciate you here, right? We love our people. We love the village, beloved. We just, we love the comments, man. We um, we look at those comments and, you know, beloved, um, Real Black Content is Form Podcast, beloved. In my estimate, we have one of the most intelligent, villages online i'm looking at the comments we read them oh and everything is scholarly like everybody is they up on it nobody is slacking and no 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 everybody's up on it you can say something about history and somebody can come back behind and finish your sentence our online village is on it and the reason why our online village is on it is because when we in our real villages, we own it. We own it in Chicago and we own it in Detroit. It's up in Birmingham. It's up in Mobile, in Houston, in Atlanta, in Miami, in New York City. It's up in Austin, Texas. It's, it's up in Dallas. It's up in Little Rock. It's up in Oakland. And beloved is up overseas. It's up in Limey Land. It's up in West Africa. It's up in Compton. It's up in LA. It's up in Milwaukee. It's up, man. It's up, man. It's a the Real Black Content is Forum Podcast family, beloved. We're scholarly. We know our shit. We just up on it, man. So it's coming to the end of the year. And all I can say, beloved, is I appreciate you guys. But we must keep our eyes open because um, things is moving fast, beloved. You know, things is moving fast. Um, they just brought the sister back from overseas, right? They just brought the sister back from overseas from Russia. Uh, she was in jail. She's a hooper. She's a basketball player. She's a human, right? Um, even though we know Jim Crow, Joe Biden, I feel as though he used her release as like um, 
almost like a token almost to to get the black voter i i don't know he don't have to really do much to get the black vote he's a democrat and our people have loved to love liberals or i should say we have learned to love liberals and we think the democrat party is our party uh i'm just glad beloved that the sister is free i feel like she got caught red-handed the sister was definitely guilty but we like grace right we like grace for ourselves many of us talk like we're not fuck-ups but we're fuck-ups too we make mistakes too um she got caught with the with the wood overseas and yeah she got caught red-handed but how many of us left that club with a few drinks and we just drive home and we we didn't get caught and how many of us left that club or that cabaret or that ball or that house party with more than a few drinks and we didn't get caught you know what i mean how many of us um got pulled over and got let go or how many of us was in the wrong running around with that woman you know she got a husband bro run around with that man you know that man got a wife sis you know this shit but when we see a homosexual sister get caught she's in the wrong and she got some time but that was a little too much time but when she got some grace we just happy to see that she got the grace because many of us is moving around and we are receiving a lot of grace from the universe a lot of grace from the great spirit and we cool with it so why would we trip to see somebody else get some grace because that's trending right now and then you know black folks i'm gonna say this to the village don't let people especially devils frame your conversation you know what i mean like why would you let these folks frame your conversation they talk about some marine person these devils don't give a fuck about these marines anyway i don't care if the guys are come on man they no man that's some that's just a talking point that's the media that's small hats too you know but this it's okay because on this podcast we blame everything on small hats and devils everything <laughs> but when a black woman get a chance to go come home it's interesting how all of a sudden everybody's talking about some marine shit you know what about the marine guy they left him over there i'm like yeah 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 but even with that being said two things could be right and we hoping that those marine brothers and sisters and um air force and army and whoever wearing that green we hoping you all come back home to your family safe because we know you out there protecting us in the village and we appreciate that but just we just know they don't give a damn about no goddamn marine why these folks they've been sleeping good you ain't heard nothing about no marine to the to a black woman got sent home to her black woman that's at home so that's interesting right i want to take the time real quick to pivot while i'm telling everybody thank you and i want to say uh shout out to my brother d brown i want the real black content Forum podcast family to do me a favor and i want you guys to go to tubi right tubi is owned by jeff bezos if you don't know he owns that too that's a platform he's building up to rival netflix one day it's free and i got a partner his name is uh d brown beloved and um he's a producer 
he makes movies and films and documentaries and he have three or four projects on 2B's platform and if you desire to be an actress or an actor and you live in the metro Detroit area um I would you know I'm gonna strongly encourage you to come on out and um you know, first work on your acting chops first. Don't just come out there and shit like that and just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Get your acting chops together. And then I want you to reach out to my brother, not brother D. Brown, and give it a shot. Right? I want you to audition, man or woman. And uh, after you audition, I want you to tell D, hey, man, I know VJ. VJ sent me up here to audition. Don't say that shit before because you you say that shit before you you know you go for a role and you trash. I don't want my partner to hit hey man, you sending these trash I don't want <laughs> I don't want I don't want nobody telling me, hey man, you sending cats down here that's trash. That's not what I'm saying, beloved. I'm saying this. If you're a sister in the Metro Detroit area or brother, you always had a strong desire to be an actor and an actress. This is your best time because black folks own their own studio. Now, Tyler Perry in Atlanta, he gets a lot of press as he should. I myself this year, I took my black ass to Atlanta just to see it. I had to see it. A black man built a studio that big. I had to go to Atlanta and see it. And then I kind of, you know, I killed two birds with one stone in all transparency because my partner, uh, you know, his birthday came up and he didn't want to have his birthday party in the city. He chose to have his birthday in Atlanta. So we all just went to Atlanta to kick it. You know what I'm saying? We all just went to the A and we ran around three or four days. And then, you know, we just made a whole thing of it. But while we were there, I made sure that me and my Wiz, we took the time and I just had to see Tyler Perry studio. I just had to see it. And it's massive, beloved. It's something unreal that one man did it in one generation. Well, beloved, we got a brother out of the village, out of the city, out of Nine Mile. He got a studio too, right? And he led the young talent that's producers and writers and actors and actresses. He let them come up and use that studio and do their thing. You know what I'm saying? So, beloved, I got a partner. Again, his name is D. Brown. And the project that he got on Tubi is, it's a project called Dimes, D-Y-M-E-Z. When you get a chance, I want you to check that out. It's an action drama comedy joint. He got another film he made called The Users, right? It's a thriller. When you get a chance, I want you to check that out. Then he got um, a project called Shameless Laughter Comedy Series Detroit. And uh, I want you to check that out. And then there's an older project that he made. This is back from like 2013 called The uh, the Winners, right? It's a crime drama. And I want you guys to check that out. You know what I mean? Because um, it's dope, beloved. You know, he's working hard and um, I'm proud of the brother. I can't say how much I'm proud of him. You know, I, I knew the man for over 20 years and I'm just, I, there's really nothing I can actually say. I'm proud of the brother, right? You know what I mean? That's all I can really say because I'm proud of the brother and I'm saying, if you rock with me, go check out some of those movies and just by you watching and clicking onto the movies, that support. You know what I mean? 
So I definitely appreciate you guys for everybody that's going to go check it out and look it up. I appreciate that, you know. Also, I want to say this. Uh, when you get the time, there's a podcast I want you guys to check out. And um, the name of the podcast, it can be found on Spotify. It's called Unpopular Truth versus Popular Opinion. Right? Very dope podcast. Um, Very knowledgeable brother. We in the same village. We got the same lineage. <laughs> oh, Ken folks. That's doing that. We'll love it. So if you get the opportunity and you want to check out some good content that's refreshing, I want you guys to check out that platform. You know what I mean? Um, and while I'm saying that, I want to say again, we on Real Black Content is Forum Podcast appreciate you for just hanging out with us and listening to us, right? Um, and then it's also good to hear different thought patterns and positions and the way people see things because we don't all have to see things the same way but at the end of the day if our core values is where they should be then it's all good right also beloved while we're shooting the bobo i want to give a shout out to a whiskey that's on the shelves it's called uncle nearest right that's the name of the whiskey uncle nearest right and in fact that whiskey is a black owned brand from a black owned distillery and our sisters who came up with their own brand that's just recently touched the 100 m's recently touched a hundred m's <laughs> Beloved, you know how much we come on this podcast and we be talking about do your own thing, man. Get your own factory. You ain't got to kiss the folk ass and do deals with them. And, you know, uh, you know, them devils beating the hell out of Jay-Z. We already talked about that. But, um, yeah, man, when you get your own thing, it ain't nothing but paper. It's your own thing. It's your own thing, man. You cannot lose if it's your own thing, you know. So our sisters got their own thing. And um, again, I believe it was December the 5th. It was a very monumental moment because there was a time when you got your own business, right? This is, this is you know, we're dating ourselves over here. But there was a time, beloved, that when you got your own business and you made your first dollar, you would take your first dollar and you would put it in like in a little frame. And then you hold it up, you know, you kind of like hold it up and put it in, in your establishment and say, look, look, guys, you know, this is, um, you know, this is uh, uh, my first dollar that we made in the business. Well, today things is a little different. <laughs> People in business now, they're celebrating their first hundred million. So our sister came out and she said, yo. December the 5th, we touched our first 100 M. <laughs> I said, God damn, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so check out Uncle Nearest. The holiday season is coming up. 
let's check out our sister right how about that but we're going to check out our sister responsibly right i want to give another shout out beloved to another partner of mine my partner jay white he has a book on amazon the name of his book is called the black athlete right and uh if you are a reader you can come and check out the book this is another brother I know for over 20 years, right? And actually, 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 shout out to Seven Mile. Let me just say it that way. Shout out to Seven Mile, West Seven Mile, Seven Mile Dogs, right? Because actually, Jay White and D Brown is from the same hood. They from Seven Mile. But if you ever been to the city of Detroit, you know everybody is from Seven Mile because that is the biggest neighborhood that we got in the city because it's like one of the only neighborhoods that it cut through the city the way that the city of detroit is kind of constructed it's really made from east to the west you know what i mean and every hood it, it has a starting point and an ending point because it's a neighborhood but seven mile is like the only hood that cuts through the city it's on both sides it's on the east and west so this is the largest neighborhood in the whole city that's why we got a we got an artist his name is trick trick right and trick trick he got a um he got his own radio station and everything like that but he can pull a lot of strings when you go different places and they don't they may not know the detroit hip-hop scene but if you kind of move around everybody know trick and they're like, yo, man, Triggers, they kind of got him labeled like this tough guy. And the guy's really, he's really a cool guy. He, um, not that I know him personally, but I caught him a couple of times at the Gentleman Club. But, um, he's just happened to be from a neighborhood, Seven Mile. That's the biggest neighborhood in the whole city. So it doesn't, it's, you know, it doesn't, uh, <laughs> it's not difficult to pull some strings because he's from the largest neighborhood. And then, when you're from the city city, everybody rocks with Troy. So I want to say that as well. Shout out to our brother, Troy Muhammad. Everybody rocks with Troy because Troy, you know, uh, Troy is a lost found. Of course, he's in the Nation of Islam for those who do not know. And whoever your favorite rapper is in the city, he's he's going to be at the temple because all of them is at the temple with Troy. Royce the 5'9", Payroll, Trick, everybody's at the temple. You know what I mean? So, and then you got another brother. Let me give him a shout out, Khalil too. Shout out to our brother Khalil Shabazz. He's doing his thing. Um, it would be dope to see Troy and Khalil work together, but it's just it's some stuff in the village. We get it ironed out. But I like both the brothers. I rock with both the brothers. I respect both of these brothers, both of these men. You know what I mean? But so again, shout out to Troy, Khalil, Trick. Our brother Jay White, he has a book again called The Black Athlete. And also he have a his own clothing brand called The Black Athlete also. So if you ever seen like Rasheed Wallace or Jalen Rose or somebody from the city and they got the Black Athlete shirt on, that's my partner. I've known him for over 20 years, but that's his brand. He's doing his own thing. So we just shouting out. It's the end of the year. We want to see everybody do well. Not only do we appreciate the support that you guys give us, just support in general for everybody that got some going out there as well. Speaking of Amazon, shout out to our brother Ron Dalton. You know what I mean? Um, he 
burst on the scene thanks to the controversy that's going on with Kyrie. That's the silver lining. Ryan Dalton, Hebrews to Negroes, book and film is the silver lining and all that. Unfortunately, though, if you didn't know, um, Ryan's his uh, YouTube channel was taken down. You know what I mean? And I feel as though, like, um, I mean, he, he came out with a documentary in the book. And Ron had a YouTube channel. They took it down. But we made the comment before. They took mine down. Brother Ben X, if you twerking on it, I ain't going to take it down. If you calling black women out their name and all this old kind of shit, you're fine. But if you're kind of trying to do something scholarly, you just at risk. So he's doing something scholarly. He's at risk. I felt as though through this entire ordeal it's been a um you know how the press has been coming down on Kyrie and Kanye Ryan Darden in my estimate he has been real accessible um he's not like hiding underneath a rock they talk around him and I feel as though that the brother is uh he's well equipped to speak for himself so when the whole thing kind of like jumped off on TNT, they could have just invited Ryan up there to the show and just let him talk about his own documentary. And he could have just threw some cold water and or he could have just whatever was cricket. He could have made straight right then and there because he's not he's not a shot, brother. He doesn't mind debating. He doesn't mind standing on his square, standing on his research, standing on what he believes. He doesn't mind Um, since the this whole thing came out about this anti-semitic this and that and the Kyrie thing is blowing up Ron has been debating rabbis so I'm guessing when you start getting the better of these you know getting the best of these rabbis in a debate they gonna just they have no choice but to shut your shit down you know they have no, <laughs> they have no choice but to remove the channel I hope the brother start another channel but they got no choice but to remove his channel um and, and I and I will say this, you know, YouTube is controlled by small hands. We know that. The last CEO of YouTube and YouTube Music was Leo Cohen, right? That's the guy over three hundred ENT. That's the small hand that was uh, the uh, behind the scene partners with. Russell Simmons at Def Jam. Right? He's a small hat. Um, he's the guy that came up with uh, a new scheme to rob our people called the 360 deal. If he did not come up with it, one of his buddies did. Right? Another small hat. But he made it, he popularized it almost. And if you're not familiar with how it really works, a 360 deal means that when they sign an artist, as, as a recording company they get 10% or they get a percentage I should say out of everything you do as a brand as the artist that belongs to them so in other words back in the day let's say you made a rap album and you would get like 15 cent or 20 cent off an album or maybe 25% off an album or a quarter let's say let me say that you can drop an album and for every album sold you may get 25 cent off of or 30 or 40 cent whatever 
But um, when you did a show, you just booked the show. All the show money was yours. So a lot of artists, because they was just didn't want to go through the red tape, through the contracts and all of that, with dealing with the folks trying to recoup and all this funny verbiage and expenses they got in this recording contract to make their project, paying the engineers, paying to get on radio, whatever, whatever. A lot of our artists took it as a watch. They wasn't going to make no money off their album. So what they did was they went on tour and made their money back up on stage. Show money. That's what you call show money. Well, the devil have, um, he went into the closet, right? And he came back out with the new scheme called the 360 deal, meaning he's going to get a piece of your album. If you have merchandise, he's going to get a piece of the merch that you sell. If you're on stage performing, he's going to get a piece of that. So everything you do, if you just make some hot sauce and you start selling hot sauce, he want a piece of that. He's going to get a piece out of everything that you do. That's the new hustle. Well, Leo Cohen, he was a small head that popularized that business deal. And they was already robbing on people already. So they got something to, different to double down on the robbery. He was uh, involved in the leadership at YouTube. Now, it's another small hat. Her name is uh, Susan Osiki. She's over YouTube. Now, it's a way that they bully our people. Ryan Dalton's channel got taken down because small hats love to bully our people. They don't bully the devil. They bully us. So, it's interesting to see how our people is going to react because it's very clear that we, as a village, when we go into the entertainment world, the entertainment world is nothing more than economic slavery because they control the finances of how it moves around in the entertainment world. You know what I mean? And in the banking world. So you're going to be a financial slave. They can make a call to drop you from a bank. We've seen that with our brother Kanye. They can make a call to Suzanne to drop your channel. we just seen that with Ron Dalton. And then they can make another call to get your shoe endorsement deal dropped with Nike. we just seen that with Kyrie. So they like bullying us. They don't bully devils. Because Jeff Bezos, um, he can sell whatever he wants. The ADL can write him all the letters that they want to get him to stop selling something and he won't. And he don't even, I'm talking about Jeff Bezos, he won't even just give the time of day to even respond to anything that they need folk out to say because he's the devil and he know they're in charge. They know this. They're not, they're not thinking that they, they know they're in charge. The devil doesn't even have to just, you know, he doesn't even have to entertain these little letters that come from the ADL and from the small hat community. He doesn't he, he doesn't even even have to act like he cares. He can do what he wants to do. We all just seen, beloved, Donald Trump. This week. Out of all the bad press that Kanye West, our brother, have been getting. Nobody black can stand next to him. No black entertainer can stand next to him. 
they all move way away from him because they are all in financial slavery and economic slavery to the small hats. They're all in contract. They just, they can't do nothing. They can't stand next to the guy. They can't do it. And while they can't stand next to him, Donald Trump invites him to the crib and has a whole lunch and dinner with the guy. And they can't say nothing about it. Now, since then, they have asked Trump to come out and apologize. And they asked Trump to, um, uh, what's the word when they want you to to, to stand up against anti-Semitism? It's a word that they use. We want you to um, condemn this and that. And he ain't saying shit because he's a devil. And he don't have to say shit. <laughs> he ain't coming out apologizing. He going to have lunch and dinner, whatever, whoever the hell he want. And he ain't got to ask nobody. He ain't finna kiss nobody ass about it. It's just what it is. But you think Kanye could have had dinner with Jordan or Oprah or Jay-Z and it would have been cool? It wouldn't have been cool. You see, that's the difference between a free man like Trump and Jeff Bezos that they can we can stand on our own. We don't need these folks. Up. Man, fuck them. It's enough for us. Listen, listen, listen. The devil is saying it's enough of us to stick together. Well, we don't have to fuck with them like that. We don't even need them like that. And then these small hats, is, they're all technically Europeans. All of them are. One just, one of them are just Eastern European. The other one are just Western European. So, so the descendants of the Western Europeans is saying fuck the ones from the Eastern Europe, from the Eastern side of Europe because we don't got to kiss none of the ass. We can just do what we do. We good. We got our own banks. We got our own lawyers. We ain't, I don't. We don't need them like that. Mill Gibson proved that. He offended the whole goddamn. He don't give a shit. He ain't got to come back, man. Fuck him. I just move on with my home. I do what I want to do. That's power. And you know what, beloved? We can do that too. We can do that too. But they just love to bully us. Because they know or they think we won't stand together. But beloved, we just got to show them different. So I want to see what Kyrie do when it comes to getting a new shoe deal. Because there's a brother from Instagram reaching out to him. Trying to see if they could make something shake, make something work. And I want to see what that hit like. You know what I mean? But um, so our brother Ron Darden. I like that you're vocal. I like that you're visual. I like that you're able to stand on your square. Um, but I would highly encourage all of my Hebrew Israelite brothers to um, I would encourage you guys to uh, you got to go into ownership. You know, they control YouTube, but if you get your own website, they don't control that. They control certain channels, but if you get your own channel, they, they can't control that. Just get your own channel. The federal government, when you get your own TV channel, that's a deal with the federal government. That's our government. You can get your own channel and you can rock out. You ain't got to kiss nobody ass to get your own channel. You can get your own website. And then, believe it or not, because you are a black American and you are a quote unquote minority, it'd be easier for you and I to get our own channel, our own website, because the federal government 
they make it easier for black folk to do shit and Mexicans and Puerto Ricans and but we just don't do it because they got special it's it's little things that they put in place so we can become owners this is this is why this is why devils will just use you to get a company and then take the company back from you because they can get it cheaper coming through you because you're a minority like for instance like there's a lot of us that think that Bob Johnson he had BT it was his then he sold it to the small hats and yeah that's kind of true but the whole financing from the very beginning came from them they financed the channel at the very beginning with Bob it was a 60-40 split I believe that was the numbers they let Bob hold BT for a little while then they came back and got the other 60% but they can get a channel cheaper through him because the federal government have programs for black and brown people to be owners because you don't have the money Small hats and devils can use you as the face of something to get it cheaper than buy it back from you later. That's how they be playing Jay-Z. That's why Jay-Z never really owned shit. You see him have something and five years later he don't have a shit. He's the, he, he got it first. He he marketed it. He promotes it. The next thing you know, the devil got it back. Yeah, because they use you as a new revenue stream. But because the federal government has is trying to empower black and brown folks. They are allowing us to get channels and certain businesses and certain things at, uh, dare I say, a discounted rate. But since you don't go out on your own and get it, the devil use you and your name and your ethnicity to get it. And then he just buy the whole thing from you. But because you're just not going to do it yourself. That's what Magic Johnson is. Magic Johnson was funded. He didn't put those theaters up through all these. Come on, man. All these cities. He ain't got no. That nigga wasn't doing that many. He wasn't showtiming that much and up and down the court in LA and all these around the back passes and goddamn, uh, you know, <laughs> he he wasn't throwing no goddamn sky hooks and layups and he wasn't throwing that many assists that he had enough paper to put a Magic Johnson theater. The goddamn facility is sixty thousand square feet. You think he had enough paper to put a sixty thousand square foot movie theater in LA, Detroit, Chicago, Jersey? No, man. Somebody they just use him as the face, and then they use this name and everything to get it through the federal government. And then they got it back from him. Magic Johnson was a, always a big owner of radio stations because they give it to minorities at a cheaper rate. If you want to get your own radio station, the federal government have made it easier for black folks and brown folks to get our own shit than devils because that's a part of the package. We don't use our strength. We don't use our connections. We think we don't got no connections. We just think we don't got nothing. So the devil will use you to use your name and your face. He'll finance you to go get it. Then he'll let you get it for a few years and give you a check while you're there and buy it all the way outright from you. He'll take it over completely. But since he like since he's already using you to do it, you just do it. That's all you got to do. You just do it by yourself. The Hebrew Israelite community, they're going to have to do it by themselves. You the real small hat? You the real one. Not him. He's the fake one. You the real one. You the real Hebrew. He's the fake one. You the real Jew. He's the fake one. You the real 12 tribe. They're the fake one. All right. Well, you're going to have to step up and you have to show and prove. Because, beloved, belief, if you believe it, real belief dictate actions. Did you hear me, beloved? 
Real belief dictate actions. If we all believe that fire is hot, we won't put our hand on that hot stove. We believe it. So that belief dictate our action. Hot. And then when we tell the toddlers, little TT now, we go, we take little TT, little Junior to the stove, we say, hot, hot, don't touch it, hot. And once they believe it, they won't touch the stove because they say it's hot. Right? Your belief dictates your actions. All right. These Eastern Europeans believe they are the real Jews. So they have the actions to back up their belief. They believe that when that verse said, I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. They believe that. So they go in less than 200 years. They have come to a country and they will own CBS. They will own NBC. They own ABC. They are on all the major networks, all the major studios, because they believe that when Hashem, as they would say, told them that they're going to be the head and not the tail, he was speaking to them. So they put themselves in the head position in the employer position. They run the judicial system. So they put themselves as judges and lawyers because they believe that the universe chose them to be the head. So you see it in their actions. Beloved, if you're telling us that you are the real people of God, it's you. So that means that verse of you going to be the head and not the tail, it's really dedicated to you. You got to shake that employee status then. Shit ain't going to work. Because if that's your real belief, then it should dictate and show in your actions. We should see you going for greatness. Now nah, I don't want to be on the corner no more. We're going to be the head and not the tail. I don't see the head as, I don't see the people ahead of nothing on no corner talking nothing. We're going to get the biggest building in the city. We're going to have the biggest grocery stores in the city because we're the head. No, we don't, I don't want to be, I want to have my own network. I don't want to be on YouTube no more. We're going to have, we're going to make our own thing. We're going to call it. Hebrew Israelite tube and we're going to put all of our content on our own network and we're going to get our own audience I don't want to I don't want to go to Facebook I don't need a page on Facebook the fake small hats the fake Hebrews and Jews own that right so we're going to put some money together and we're going to buy Black Planet how many of you guys, <laughs> how many of you guys remember Black Planet Black Planet was uh, invented by a brother from Brooklyn. He started the first uh, social network. It's still around. You can still go to Black Planet and get you a page and a profile. That's who Mark Zuckerberg stole the whole idea from, Black Planet. We old enough, we know better. You know, we don't... No, nah, he didn't sit in a college room and come up with shit. That, no, nah, that's BS. Um, it's a social network site called black planet and it's been out for damn near um if it's 2022 now it should been out for like 20 years it's been out for i know over 20 years now and you had you pick your own page and profile and all that and mark just kind of took it and tweaked it a little bit but maybe all that is different story for a different day maybe our hebrew israelite brothers need to buy put up some money and buy black planet from that brother from brooklyn and now all of your own videos and messages because he ain't flagging nothing over there. <laughs> see, you go over there and see what you want because it's it's owned by black folks. You can see what you want. 
I, I hope it's still owned by black folk. I don't know if some small hats went over there and put some money down and took that shit over, but you got to be the head, beloved, not the tail now. They kick you off YouTube. It'd be dope if you come back and get another YouTube channel. It'll, but it'd be a little bit dope if you just get your own website now. And then we all have to come to the website and because beloved, you know, that's how we got started. Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. We got started on the website first. You know, um, we built up our foundation on the website first. And believe it or not, beloved, to have your own website, it doesn't cost as much as you think. It just, uh, if you're willing to build your own page, it's really, uh, it's really going to be inexpensive at that point because you can just do it like you want to do it. But I, I will say this though, um, you know, somebody got to be there to maintain it and put up the content and do all that. And um, once that's once that's done, it's done. It's already yours. We at Real Black Content Form Podcast got to put in a position where. We didn't have no we everybody was working so many hours nobody had the time to constantly upload and put stuff on the website. And uh now we look at the numbers and we like damn I wish you know we all wish we would have just kept that website because the biggest uh following that we had at the time when you look at the analytics was colleges. And it was HBCUs too, beloved. God damn, I wish we would have kept Because now, those people would have grew with us. You know what I mean? They just would have grew with us. and You know what I mean? Like, we could have just did some crazy. We just let it go. We didn't, you know, that's on us. We didn't see it like we should have seen it. And then that's what we always say. Damn, black folks, we make decisions. We don't look 25 years down the line. We, we don't look. You know what I mean? We just, and our shit was popping back in 06 and 07 and it's no telling the way you know if we could have just but maybe you know like i ain't you know we ain't gonna do you know, some arm shit quarterback shit but maybe that's a different story for a different day but eventually um that's the plan to go back to the website to go back to the website and um oh man we had a suite when we had it we was promoting black businesses and you know, you can say what you want and do what you want, and yeah, we. But the, yeah, but eventually we're gonna go back. But we can actually see right now our Hebrew Israelite brothers. Um, you gonna have to get your own shit because I can guarantee you, beloved, it's gonna come a time they're gonna take all of y'all shit off all of their platforms that they own. Y'all are not gonna be on Facebook that much longer. You're gonna be out of here. You're not going to be on YouTube that much longer. You're going to be out of here. That's just going to be the play. But if you're saying that you are the real, well, the man made you the head. He didn't make you to tell. You got to believe him. You're the real. So you got to believe him more than anybody. And if he made you the head of something, you got to go be the head of it. You got to get out that employee status. You know what I mean? You can't be uh, underneath these folks' community guidelines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suzanne got the call. That's why Ron Dalton ain't got no channel no more. Suzanne got the call. Hey, man, get rid of that guy. And she just hit the button and you go. That's it. 
Brother Ben X, they get the call. They just hit the button and you go. So, you know, we got to get... Now, they can't hit no button and get rid of your own website. But uh, David Duke still got his own website, don't he? Can't do nothing about that. David Duke got his own podcast still. They can't take his own, but his own... He got their own... The own platform they put the shit on. You can't do nothing about it. <laughs> is this shit? You, know you can't do nothing about it when it's yours. They can only do something when you're on their property in their house. But when you get your own house, they can't do nothing about it. That's why many times, beloved, when we shoot the Bobo, like we're doing now, we really big up. Mr. Muhammad, man. We really big up Elijah Muhammad. Because we feel as though on Real Black Content is one podcast that when it comes to the community and to the village, like um he got the gold medal. Like he's he's there's a lot of our people in the Hall of Fame. But he's 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 on the stage, man. He kind of like he's really like in, on the stage by himself, really. He he God, I mean, he he put he brought in the millions. He had the numbers, black and brown employees, eleven thousand. You know what I'm saying? He he shit. He owned everything. The elders can remember him, beloved. The elders can remember him. Um, in the temple, teaching a lesson, right? Giving a lecture. And then the next day, the elders can remember him in one of the Nation of Islam grocery stores. And Elijah would have, um, you know, at that time, the way you used to put, you know, all of the cash registers and everything was, it was manual. You had to be quick on your feet with numbers. And you can catch Mr. Muhammad on one of the aisles in his own grocery store. He had a price gun. And the elders tell that story about you can catch him in the store putting the prices on the food and things he had in the grocery store because he was an owner. And the food from the grocery store came from the farm, man. So he really believed that he was the head and not the tail. Now, many of our people, when you see Hebrew Israelites and you seeing the um, nation of Islam when you see our people they get into these debates over the real deity of Jesus and was Muhammad a real prophet and uh, Elijah said this Elijah said that they don't understand the wheel and they really don't understand the term Allah when Elijah used it right and they don't understand the term uh, almighty Allah when Elijah used it because they you know many of us came from a a church background and we make everything kind of spooky everything is so when you get around the nation it's nothing really spooky you know because the way that elijah broke it down he's not saying it like the arabs are saying it and because the arabs is in the mix we think when elijah is saying certain things peace be upon him that it's the same thing like the arabs are saying but it's not it's not the same thing the the words is the same but the the meaning behind the words is different but we can see these two different faith groups and religious groups 
like Nation of Islam and Hebrew Israelites, they can debate. And really, they get into a debate over something that is not going to make, it's not going to change the reality once they finish the debate. Because our people haven't learned to have debates over values. You know, over a that we, you know, when you become a man of a certain age, you start paying attention to people's values. You don't really care about what they think because we understand that belief dictate actions. So I don't care how right and exact you is over a religious book from the East and you got three or four baby mamas out here. I don't give a shit how much you know about these books now because, yo, I'm like, yo, bro, you know, you didn't have the belief the, to prepare your action to get one wife and have all your children by one woman. I don't give a fuck what else you know. You got a bunch of baby mamas. It don't matter. You don't really know nothing. Because we talking about values. You know what I'm saying? If you think it's cool just to, um, to, to, to have children and you can give me all these verses, but you couldn't tell me none of your kids, teachers names. We on man time, we looking at the value. That's not bro. I don't care how many of these verses, you know, if you can't name me, none of your children, teachers, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? If you can't tell me your children that's in school, their favorite subject. You know what they love to study most. If you can't, if you don't have none of their teachers' phone numbers in your phone, but you got all these, you can pull up a verse, no problem. But you don't know your children' teachers' phone number. That's a problem, dog. Now we talking values, now. Maybe all that is a different story for a different day. When the debates used to happen, though, right after the the debate was over the person that really believed that they was here to be the head and not the tail was those that followed Elijah because they went to went back to work to build a nation you know what I'm saying I feel as though we need to set a, a policy in the village that if you are an employee for a devil you, you're not allowed to debate the base should be for two free people if you work for goddamn Walmart and Target and you you got this religious persuasion and you you don't got the right to deb debate nobody right now. Get from underneath that devil's thumb. That's your first. That's your only priority. That's the only thing you should be thinking about. Goddamn. I, I, I was listening to a podcast one time and a, a brother is the, trying to debate somebody. He's in he's in the devil's warehouse working on somebody's forklift and he's trying to debate somebody else about what the truth is. And I'm like, my nigga. Before you get that straight, <laughs> before you figure out some stuff that really ain't gonna matter, if I was you, I'd be trying to figure out because you're debating with another guy that's he's he's working for a black man and a black owned business. You working, you say you got the truth, but you working for a devil, and you you debating a guy that's sitting over working for a black man at a black owned business, and you finna just no, bro, that doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Get from underneath that devil first. Then you can, if you want to, you and your brother want to have a conversation, do that. But goddamn, you work, you underneath the. <laughs> Nigga, you working for the devil. But we got to go back to values. I don't care how much you know about this religious book. You know how many niggas know these religious books and they behind on child support? These niggas in the rears. 
but you finna stop somebody and debate them, and you finna kick some game out this book, but you in the rears, nigga? You serious? They're serious. You gotta do ownership. I don't care what nobody say. Man, we can talk for the next two hours because I ain't got no subject. We just shooting the bobo, and all I can say, beloved, is we just at the point now that um we gotta go into ownership. That's all I can say. Ownership. We're going into the new year. Ownership. Ownership. If you if we are going to produce black basketball players, we don't need to go up to no Barclay and walk around no building. We need to start creating our own Hebrew Israelite basketball league. All these brothers, we can't get our own league. It was enough brothers at the Barclay to get a football team. Let's stop the debating and let's get. Let me see these Hebrew Israelite camps bang out in that five oh five. Rent a building, lease a building, have your own basketball team, bang out against one another, make some products and sell the products. That's how you win it. I would love to see, brother, I'll pay if the ISUPK, because beloved, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. That's the Hebrew Israelite group I like. I like the guy, General Yohanna. You know what I'm saying? I like them dudes, man. I like, I just, the Tazaria guy, I feel as though they just come off to me like they got backbone. You know what I mean? I like uh, IUIC. Because I like the dude, uh, I like Nathaniel. I like I, I like I like that purple too. I ain't gonna front. I like that purple. I'm like, damn, they be moving in that purple. That shit look that shit lit. There's another group in Florida. What's that? This uh, uh damn, I can't think of their name. Uh it's another group in DC. I can't think of their name either. They got the um damn. But for the most part, the two big known groups. Alright, now check it. It wouldn't hurt ISUPK. To have a basketball team wouldn't hurt. You know what I'm talking about? It wouldn't hurt for the ISUPK to have a football team. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to see the IC, the IUIC have a basketball team. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt for them to have a football team. It wouldn't hurt. And it wouldn't hurt for us to see those two brothers go at it. On the court, on that football field, and a lot of those guys is independent business owners, and they bring their products, the oils, they books, they fruits, the vegetables, the meats, and they all sell their products, and that'll be lit. And we go into nation building, to wealth building, and then you get somebody from the nation, and they put it, they get, they put together a small. Basketball team and the football team wouldn't hurt. You know what I mean? Um, and then once they do that, they start rocking with some church organizations. It wouldn't hurt. You know what I mean? It wouldn't hurt for your your for your church to have a league. It wouldn't hurt. You know, hell, my man and goddamn one of these uh uh Reverend Porkchop out of uh DC. Where's Jamal Bryant from? Jamal Bryan is from um, he from DC, right? Baltimore, right? 
he out there from where Tank Davis is from, I believe, right? The boxer. In any event, we're looking at um, Jamal Bryant talk about he finna get him some some weed or something. <laughs> Where Reverend Porch, I say he finna get him some weed, a weed dispensary or something. He gonna he gonna take some of the acres from the church property. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. I seen the pastor beloved. He said he was gonna get some of the property because his church owns so many acres. Or maybe he's in Atlanta now because everybody runs to Atlanta. Who knows? I don't know. But he was talking about um making some weed out of the junk. He gonna start growing some weed, and you know he gonna he said he gonna uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, right, right. He he gonna be um he gonna put that herb out. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> All I can say about that, beloved, is uh you know um you know we're taught that the duty of a civilized man is to civilize the uncivilized man. Right? That's our calling, beloved. Did you catch it? Our calling is for the civilized man to civilize the uncivilized man. Right? That man got his own boss, though. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of our people, we want to bang on preachers. And um, he got his own boss. But that's the word that he said. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, <laughs> I say all that to say, you know, it, you know, I don't know what some of these folks take is on herb, right? We know what Dr. Wesley Muhammad take is on that herb, and um, what Dr. Uh, Jamal Bryant got going on. That's not going to fly with Dr. Wesley. That's not. That's not going to work, right? <laughs> But I just use him as an example because he's talking about business. He's talking about enterprise. Whether he's on the right right street or not, uh, part of me, should I say the right street or not? I mean, you know. Where are you going to go to next? Coke? Because Coke is natural. <laughs> you going to get some Coke leaves? He's going to take the church's money. He's going to go down to uh, South America and, and invest in some. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get the bag, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I seen some young jits run uh the good passer. They ran uh, Jamal off the block one time. You know what I mean? So I'm like, bro, you talking about getting your own weed dispensary? Who's gonna keep the the goonie goons from coming and just you know what I mean? You got to be moving right, whether you're a preacher or not. You got to have a team right to get money. You live in America, beloved. This is it's treacherous out here. Don't you know Donald Trump move around with a team of killers? He's a billionaire. He got to. A team of killers move around Donald Trump and his whole family because nobody can be kidnapped for ransom because they're billionaires. Jeff Bezos whole family move around with killers because they get money. You live in America. It's treacherous out here. That's how every... I don't know who y'all think Warren Buffett is. You could just walk into him and shake his hand and shit like that. You can't get next to that man. He roll with killers. They blow your head off, man. You think... Only the president rolls around with killers. Uh-uh. They roll around with killers that 
that's how it is. You get money, you just they you move around with killers. Even one of your greatest or uh, one of the most popping Negro entertainer, they run Puff them running around with killers. Jay Z them running around with killers. This is America. You get money, you got to move around with killers. You think you can just put your hand on the brother minister from Chicago? <laughs> we just use Trey Muhammad as an example. We just shout out to our brother Trey Muhammad. You think you can go up to one of those? No, nah, man, them brothers in the nation, they moving around with killers. You can't just put your hand out on them. These guys are made men. You talking about growing some weed, brother. Your deacon team better be together. You got to have them. They better be killers. You better go do your research on Reverend Ike. How Reverend Ike was moving through Harlem. He moved with some shooters. You, Yeah, he he was in the car. He was preaching. He was a good preacher. He was a good pastor. But when they started collecting that money, you know what I'm saying? They said, no, man. Reverend Ike had a different kind of... No, them deacons was armed. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Knight was rolling around in the Rolls Royce. Got they'll blow your head off. <laughs> Peace of Black Power family. I'm out of here, man. We just shooting Bobo. I'm just talking with the family. Hey man, I enjoyed you guys, beloved. This is the end of the year. We just talking. Um we we are midway through December almost. And we're going into a new year. And I'm hoping you guys have a powerful rest of the month and um, uh, my hopes and prayers and wishes that you guys have a powerful year next year right and um, we may just hold off from putting content on the YouTube channel if you come to our YouTube channel though right Real Black Conscious Forum Podcast we got really two there's one of them is for shorts it's like a backup channel and then there's one that we got is the main channel and uh we got we had a strike we lost the strike we just got back a strike again so we just had to see how long it's gonna take for that one to fall off but outside of that we just we may just hold off somebody sent the comment said v we we like uh going back listen to old material so we don't want and I'm telling everybody, just download it, man. If you like some shit, download it. Download it and share it on your thing. I'm not interested. I'm not on it like that. We just... Hell, this ain't really my podcast. This is really all of our podcast. This shit ain't no original thought. I just talk about what the comments you guys put up. I don't... You know, we don't got no... Uh, we don't got no real deep research team. We got a couple of guys that do the research for us. They send me some stuff. I talk about it. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. Um, shout out to our brother Ricky Allen and shout out to our brother Ditto World because this is how we get the majority of the links to things that we have to talk about because our brothers they send it to us and then especially our brother Ricky Allen he has sent us maybe like um, I may have to bring Ricky on the show Ricky was send us maybe like I don't know like maybe like um 10 to 15 stories per week. You know what I mean? And most likely, Ditto World of Sinners maybe like uh, about 10 to 15 too. So we get like maybe like 30 stories. And we may pick out of the 30 stories because they already went through them and did the research and everything. All I got to do is just pick up the microphone and just go with it. You know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate our brothers for doing that. 
And like I said, beloved, Real Black Content is for our podcast. It's like all of our podcasts. You know, it's just not just mine. We just, it's the families, it's the village. So thank you guys once again. Um, thanks for all the comments. If you don't like sending a worded comment on YouTube, you can send the audio comment that you may have to the um, to the uh, the email link. And we're thinking about eventually uh, putting up a phone line so we can let the family call in and talk. So let me let me know what you guys think about that. Putting the phone line onto the website to the podcast, and we can just have a good conversation. But until then, beloved, peace and black power. Thank you guys for hanging out, beloved. Thank you guys for listening. This is the real Black Continents Forum podcast. You hung out with your brother. We shot the bubble for an hour or so. Until next time, beloved, I get up with you. This is Big VJ. Peace.